Everybody, welcome back to the Fall Podcast. Todd Perry in the house. Oh, Todd, how we doing? Oh, my good buddy Buck Perez. Here I am, and from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, who's been with us for like a billion shows in a row, the great comic book artist Jeff Harmatz. Hey, Todd, I am also in your house. Yes, in the house. Toast. So, Jeff, what's happening? Oh, just um, just hanging in, just hanging in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's surviving at this point. Yeah. So um, he's I, hanging. He's hang. He's hanging on. He's he's doing rodeo on the low on the uh, far out donkey. He's <laughs> he's halfway there. Yeah. He's living on a prayer. Oh. Uh, what is it? 180 degrees. Take my hand. We'll make it. I swear. By the way, by the way, between the three of us right now, yeah. we're on our fourth show of the session, and we got the uh, eleven eleven dead beers. Well, well done. I, okay, I'm looking over actually, and if you look, okay, Jeff is really winning here. He's he's about four and a half deep. Yeah, I'm turning over uh, to Buck Perez, and he's two and a half in, I'm and I am in an apple pipe. I'm three and a half down, Thank and you. I think I left one in the house before. Yeah, uh, and Buck also has an apple. That one day, if we had video, Buck can explain to you what he does with an apple. It's not sexual. Smoke weed. Out. <laughs> yeah. It's not that complicated. Okay. Yeah. So um it's it's uh it's January. Um yes. and everybody does New Year's resolutions, but I thought it'd be interesting instead of talking about what our resolutions are for this year, we talked about resolutions that we have had in the past that we absolutely failed to accomplish. Oh, okay. Ah. Um and my favorite one, and I don't remember the exact age I was when I came up with this, but it was very important to me at the time. Must have been about thirteen, fourteen and my New Year's resolution was to stop jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now, how how deep were you? Failed miserably. How deep were you in your your jacking off? That I was maybe- not. So I was not that deep in a jacking off. But when you're a young person like that in America, where it's kind of sexually repressed, I was like, oh, this is jacking off. I shouldn't be doing this. This right. isn't what respectable young teenagers do. So it's like I need to stop doing this. So my New Year's resolution was like this year. You know, it was probably like. 1996. I was like, don't jack off anymore. Now, how far did you get into the year? Not very far. <laughs> yeah, about two days, three days. January uh, 2nd, yes. Yeah. I probably made it, I don't know, a couple weeks, I'd say. Nice. Pretty yeah. strong. Yeah. Pretty strong. And did you find that after you waited that long, that when you did finally get at yourself, what was the experience like? Did, uh, did, it was... you, did you pass out? Did you... <laughs> It was always unpleasant when I was at that age. It was never it was never a delight for me. It was like blood and like <laughs> wow and guts and nothing nothing biological, but uh I wasn't raised religious or anything, but I always felt very guilty about that as a young man. So Oh wow. Yeah, we need to, to any young people listening to the show, don't feel bad about getting at yourself. Yes. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's actually as Kinsey would, would, would put it, it's actually very healthy mm. for you to do it. Just you know, the the key is the key is to learn how to be discreet about it. 
Yeah, just don't do it the night before you, you box. <laughs> yeah, that's you're also supposed true. To not supposed to do that. I think Muhammad Ali always laid off himself the night before. Don't go in the pool after you eat. <laughs> don't jerk off before you box. Yeah, those are the rules of my life. And also, if you're playing in the NFL, yeah. Actually, I've read research articles for some reason. I was, I, I don't know why. I came across maybe researching for the show or just my own personal life that, that actually. That kind of release is actually good for you because it releases endorphins and all this stuff, and it's probably good for physical activity. Mm. It's kind of like working <clears throat> out. It's really good for you. Huh. And uh, jerking off is like working out, basically. But you burn less calories. Well, jerking off is working out for me. Well, I mean, it depends. <laughs> and if you have a hair trigger like myself, it's not much of a workout. Two seconds, huh? And speaking yeah. about New Year's resolutions, I had something similar to this where a... Uh, like two years ago, we had this thing where that a motivational speaker come into my office, and he was one of these guys. It's like you know he has like motivational tapes and all this stuff, and he was getting really heavy with everybody in the office. So it's like all my coworkers and there's like twenty people in the office, and he's going around to every person. He says, "What do you want to change about your life?" And I because it was a professional situation, I felt like I had to be honest or like give a good answer or whatever. So I said. Uh, I'd like to be more consistent just as a human being. I feel like I'm all over the place. Like yeah. I feel like I, you know, I, I would very do very well with a kind of a constant schedule of drink versus working out versus always like doing my chores at home. And like just to be a kind of a more disciplined human being. And this really backfired on me because now everybody in my office constantly makes fun of me and goes, Hey Todd, you, you're being consistent today. Or like if I have a deadline uh-huh. to hit, they're like, hey, 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 Todd, you're not being very consistent with that, are you? And like I was being honest and open in front of a group of people. And these you're going bastards. To, you're going to a bathroom for a fifth time today. That's very consistent, Todd. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and, Zing. And it backfired on me. And it was actually something I wanted to positively change in my life. Right. But, you know, fuck it. <laughs> I, you know, I'm still inconsistent as, as yeah. usual, but you're consistently inconsistent. Yeah, that's what's good. Well, recently, I don't know if you've heard the news. One of my favorite shows, and I know you had some videotapes of it. Twin Peaks. Oh, you're yeah, coming back. Oh shit, it's coming back, Whoa, baby. We're Very talk excited. About Twin Peaks. This is big this time. Is a big deal. Yeah. One of my no, fav- it's huge, man. One, one of my favorite shows ever. Two, I- only went two seasons. Yeah, two seasons and the movie. Oh, that was that. When I saw that movie, it was I, I watched the show kind of, but I mean I was like a teenager watching that movie with my my brother who's two years older. I was probably maybe a freshman. That scared the shit out of me. That's All a right. dark. That- I have to I have to tell you guys this is this is huge. This is yeah. So you've been to my house, Todd. Yes. You have not been to my house. We live in a very isolated part of Silver Lake. Like we have kind of our own little property. Great it's thing you a, can see all like, of downtown LA. You have yeah, a great it's a house. Wonderful. House. Is it called the Black Lodge or what? Well, we have a yeah. guest house. One eyed jacks. And um, <laughs> in in it used to be when my landlords lived there. It was a big gay hangout. Like he threw these amazing gay parties when Silver Lake was a gay neighborhood. Big gay, I would say. And yeah. it's not very gay anymore. The last gay bar just closed down. Oh, uh, they shit. live in Hollywood now, in a nicer version of our house. But the gist of this, our landlord was over fixing the toilet in our guest house recently, mm. and he told oh, yeah. me that he's like, "Oh yeah, the guy from Twin Peaks used to live here." The guy and, from in the guest Twin house, Peaks. and I'm like, "Oh, like which guy?" He's like, "Yeah." You know that that one guy, and I'm like, and I started throwing out names. Comic and, he, yeah, yeah. and he's like, <laughs> no, no, no. And then 
it dawned on me Jack that it's a midget. No, Bob used to live in my oh house. Oh my god, really? Now you can't if, for people scary. who are just getting into Twin Peaks. That's you can't, freaky, dude. You I will not say anything more about Bob, but if you've seen Twin Peaks, you know Bob is the most terrifying person that was ever on television. Right, yes. right. Um, and and he was he was just a set decorator or yes. something like that. He was not even an actor. Yeah. David Lynch saw him and was like, "You are fucking scary, my yeah. friend." Yeah. That's so, a weird thing when David Lynch pulls you yeah. aside. He's like, "You uh, are you know, fucking scary." Uh, I've been I've been working around here for quite some time, and I find that you are actually. Actually, uh, quite frightening. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared. I'm gonna look behind that couch and see Bob like yeah, looking at me. Right that now. movie, like that it's movie, scared, scares the fuck scared, out of me. You know it does, yeah. And it finding out that Bob goosebumps. lives in my house, and that's the worst. And the guy said that like the actor that played Bob, or the you know he wasn't an actor, but he said the guy that played Bob made the character of Bob seem like Snow White. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, really? Oh my god. <laughs> that's there's just scary. Te- absolutely the dude had a vibe and yeah. the great thing is Lynch saw that in making the show which they had no idea where the show was going goes there we go yeah this, right. fucker, yeah, yeah. this fucker's scary as hell that's awesome yeah. now, did yeah. you get any traces of like I would never want to look in a mirror in oh, my house yeah that's yeah. scary I'm yeah. terrified of mirrors even before I saw Twin Peaks so yeah. it's yeah. just like it's a whole fucking thing with this Bob thing in my house right now right. I, I have every episode on videotape of Twin Peaks because I got into it when I was like 15 they were showing the reruns on Bravo, Bravo. exactly when I got and into I it and I taped yeah. every one yeah. and yeah. Uh, that's one that's my top three favorite shows ever and yeah. I'm a huge David Lynch fan I remember going to see Fire Walk With Me and it, like I said my brother was two years older than me with a bunch of chicks from his class I'm like oh these chicks are really into this shit and I yeah. was like oh this is awesome and I, was, I was there I'm like this is some fucked up shit yeah. like <laughs> I, I just thought if you had someone in the theater right then who was dressed as Bob or like some of the characters like that, that would fuck you up. That would be the most terrifying. That would terrify you, right? That would fuck you up. Like if you're just sit there and then suddenly right in front of you sits Bob and he like looks behind you. Oh God, that would scare the fuck out of you, right? Here's the thing I'm wondering if David Lynch brings back Twin Peaks and that's if in Twin Peaks originally there was like this older cast and the reason why the show was kind of popular because part of it was like a teen drama. I've read every... uh, uh, what's a spoiler alert on this? Yeah. I've oh, read everything oh, on it. Don't give any. Yeah, I don't, don't want to know. know. I don't, don't want to know. I've read cold. every spoiler so far. Cheryl like, and Fenn, talking about going back to the future and mm. the hot, oh, one of the yeah. hottest women who ever lived with Cheryl and Fenn. Now, you know, I think maybe you got to recast and find the new group of really hot women and, and hot boys for the show. Mm. Well, to, most of the cast has uh, confirmed they're coming back. Like, most wow. of the old cast. Bob is dead. Bob's and, dead. Uh, Michael Anderson dead. is recently deceased. Yep. And Jack Nance is dead. Yes. Joe yep. Chen, I'm sure, still looks amazing. <laughs> you know. But, anyway, you know, I was thinking about, you know, Twin Peaks coming back. You know, what are some other... It's just going to keep scraping, man. They're going to scrape up the bottom of the barrel of the shit from when we were kids. You know, it's kind of yeah. cool. When we were kids, we had to listen to K-Earth and be like, okay, this is bullshit. You know, but now that we're old... We are K-Earth. No, no. See, here's the thing. That pisses me off because K-Earth won the oldie station in L.A. Yeah. It used to play shit from the 50s. Right. You'd hear Duke of Earl. That's or, what I'm saying. Yeah. Or Hound yeah. Dog. And I want to hear 50s shit. Like, I don't want to... I don't want to hear... I don't want to hear Billy Joel. I, I love <laughs> Billy Joel, but I want to hear him on K-Earth. Like, I want to hear right. 50s shit. Like, right. 50... People growing up these days are not going to hear 50s shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that stuff is, like, relegated That's to... That's too old now. It's too... It's yeah. too... It's too old. That stuff is the ass end of AM radio now. That's like 14 hundred AM maybe you're gonna hear But that's what I'm saying. The great pretender. Like, like you I, know? I want I wanna see some things like the fifties, you know, like like you're saying. Um, but T V wise, small wonder. Huh? Oh. Bring that shit back. Mm. You know? 
That was a creepy show. It was very, very creepy, creepy, wasn't it? You know? In hindsight. You, you have a fucking, you know, a robot kid, yeah. you know? And you Jamie. Have a, you have a little little boy who talks like a girl. Yeah. This may be inappropriate. <laughs> Jamie was a fucking douchebag. But I'm wondering if the girl from Small Wonder matured into a sexy woman. Yeah. You know? That's inappropriate. I think she was Tiffany. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> she was... grew up into Tiffany. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I see them as the same person for whatever reason. She had a cute haircut. I think they yeah. both kind of morphed into each other at some point in my adolescence. Yeah. Well, um, so the girl that I, it was it was age appropriate for me, but she was on a lot of Nickelodeon shows. Then she was on Stop Buffy making excuses and right. played Buffy's sister. Go ahead. And I thought she, a child actor, grew up into a lovely young woman. I can't remember her. Michelle Trachtenberg. Is who okay. I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think Michelle Trachtenberg's very attractive now, but you know she was when I was. Her age, she was a cute girl on TV. Now we're all adults, and I can be like, oh, what an attractive lady she turned into. Right. right. She turned the line, and now you can uh, you can outdo your New Year's resolution to <laughs> stop whacking off yes. to Michelle Trachtenberg. Uh, the other day, I, I was, as, as we talked about on a previous show, I was in the running for the Lance Bass writer's gig. So I was... I was uh, thinking that possibly I was going to have to go into the Lance Bass studio and be on the show. So I was going to have to be in studio with Lance Bass and his producers and the whole thing. And in now, sync in the studio with Bass. And these guys are an attractive group of young gay males. Wow. Were you going to give yourself... Um, what? Is, it's not highlights. What does Seacrest have? Like, Is it highlights where it's like blonde bits of the hair? Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Your hair is already blonde. I, I don't have much hair. Right. <laughs> So I was like, I was like, man, I gotta get a haircut in case they call me last minute. Wow. So like, normally I get my haircut in in West LA over by work and like kind of a Floyd's kind of a kind of a hip place to get your haircut, you know. And so, but around in my neighborhood where I live here in Lakewood, there's not a lot of like places a dude can get his haircut where you think your shit's gonna be handled right. But there's a place up the street that just opened called LA's finest barber shop. Gotta be good in Lakewood. Mm-hmm. In Lakewood, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know we're. In, a bit 30, from LA, yeah. 30, twenty minutes from the LA border, the south from Watts. You know they're imported. You know they're the best in LA. They're moving around, branching out. Yeah, so I was like, man, I'm gonna go in there and get a haircut, and and so I I, I go in there and I walk in, and it's a place trying to be like the fancy barber cut where they like have on the side like they do the whole <laughs> hot shave yeah. and and the massage and the talc powder and they have all the old school barbershop supplies. Yeah. You know, where it's kind of hipster where they have like, because everything hipster nowadays is just going back to what your grandpa did. Mm-hmm. You know, they have all that stuff. And I walk inside and, and I see that, but then I also see there's a big picture of Tupac and Snoop Dogg on the wall. Okay. Now, Tupac, not known for his haircut, just kind of shaved, right? right, right. And, and with the do-rag, mm. right, right? And Snoop Dogg, lots of good looks, but probably none that I could rock as a balding man. Well, maybe that's just the two hairstyles that he has mastered. You <laughs> right. know, yeah. Either bald as fuck or Snoop, Snoop shit, yeah. you know? So, so I walk in. And I'm like, all right, I'll get my hair, my hair did in here. It looks like it's 20 bucks. Sounds right. So I walk in. They got four chairs, and there's three guys in there. And mo- the, all the guys cutting hair like Hispanic dudes, and they all got shavers on people. Hmm. Like, I realized this is not the place to go for a white boy cut because, you know, white dudes have different hair. 
Them black dudes and Hispanic dudes. And there's different kind of haircuts you get. Like, the Hispanic guy will look tight with a nice shave up the whole bit. White guy, you need a little bit of scissors to get the white hair looking correct. Mm -hmm. So I walk over in the chair and this Hispanic dude... And he's got kind of like a Morrissey hairdo, like a kind of a rock, a rocker. He looks like a rocker. Buffons. Yeah. And so I walk up, and he's like, "All right, come on." And I walk up there, and I look up, and you always you shake the hand, and I shake the guy's hand, and I look him in the eye, and then one eye's looking at the nose, <laughs> oh, the other no. eye's looking at me. Oh no, he's got the cockeye thing. Yeah, he's cockeyed. You don't want that guy caught in your hair. I'm thinking, oh man. But then I can't back off. I can't be like, oh shit. <laughs> That's why that chair was empty. Yeah, because that's go nope. I was like, nope. Because the thing is, depth perception. Not today. Depth perception is very important when you're cutting hair. Of course. Right, and this guy, no depth perception. Clearly, if he's only got one eye working correctly, and the other one's looking at the nose. Right. That I mean, you think maybe in some weird evolutionary way that could be an advantage with cutting hair? Maybe like he sees shit on a level that no one realizes. So I was like, I can't back off now. I'm in. So I'm talking to the guy, and I always have a weird conversation with trying to explain how I want my hair cut. Because basically, I want to leave a little bit on the top. You know, just leave a little bit so I can kind of make something of what I have, and then keep it tight on the sides. So I was like, yeah, give me like a three on the sides, and then, you know, go up top. Yeah. And, and keep it a l- little bit on top. And so he, he, he just starts getting at me with the shaver. Yeah, and I was like, I need to get my hair. I'm mean, not have to make conversation with the guy. I got, I got an interview with Lance Bass on the radio. He's like, Oh, you're gonna be on the radio? Oh, Lance Bass. Well, you gotta hear my oh. band. You gotta hear my band. <sighs> so, Bass. So the guy, the guy pulls out his iPhone That's and right. starts playing his band in the ear, in my ear, and on the other hand, he's shaving the oh, side of my head. Man. Like, what the fuck? I'm like, I can't hear shit. It's like this shit is metal ska, Holmes. <sighs> it's like metal mixed with like ska, and then he's like, he's getting. He's he doesn't have like the white boy shaver out. He's got the prison shaver with like the 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 metal shaver. Where he's like just running into my like getting real aggro. Like, he's like this is am I a fucking marine? Like and he's getting into me and so he, and he's yeah. trying to play his music. Like he's trying to get me on. Like I don't even have the the gig yet, bro. Like and he's trying to sell me on his music. It's like oh the shit is like it's like fucking Slayer meets like you know real big fish. And I was like oh my god. So he cuts it and then so he cuts my hair. And if you see this. He left yeah, my I'm hair real high on the top, and then I've got this like waterfall cascading weird comb over that goes off on the side, mm. and he just wrecked my head. Yeah, mm. he did unknowable it's damage. Pretty fucked. Yeah, and so I was like, man, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so I you just, must be a fancy person paying money for a haircut. Yeah, I mean, but I'm, sure. I cut my own hair. I don't know about you guys. No, I, don't no, know about I you got guys. a pair of clippers and I use them. Yeah, me too. No, Jeff, Everywhere. Jeff, you have a big, beautiful head of hair, and so you can fuck it up and you'll still look good. When mm. you're losing your hair and mm. you have weird angles of hair growing in weird ways and at different strengths and, and nothing, you need a yeah. guy who knows what he's doing just to make you not look like an asshole. <laughs> like, normally if you see me, you go, Todd's hair looks bad, right? Yeah. But it could look so worse. And right now I'm living with the It's bad. So so you're, you're in the so worse category. So, But I'm cheap, so I don't want to go back in to pay somebody else because you can't go back. That's go, go, haircuts you know, are expensive, man. They're so expensive. Yeah. Plus, with what you're working with, I mean, you, you got to grow it out at this point. You can't yes. go back and be like, cut more because they cut it so short on the side. <laughs> yeah, because my wife said he gave me a military cut. Yeah, yeah. So I'm so glad I did the Lance Bass thing on the radio. But, but I mean, at one point, he turned you around, and the big reveal happened, and you went, okay, <laughs> like okay. But I've had that so many times, All right. but. It's kind of like, you know, if you're the guy who gives okay. poor sexual performance, right. and like every time the woman goes, oh, 
like that. It's like that when I get my hair cut. I just go and it's like, oh, all right. How fine. was it? How was it last night? Hey, eh, 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 shake the hand, have it back and forth. Eh. Yeah, she called me again. You know, that's it. But the, the hair, the haircut cut guy, you can't go back. And now I wanted to forge such a great relationship because it's right up the street. Yeah, man. I can just go in and get this done all the time. But and not, no, no. But okay, Buck, you walk in and. You don't want to be prejudiced against the handicap, but you see the guy with, I don't even, I mean, is cockeye like the N-word for people with this problem? <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. But you go in and what do you do? Do you just, do you, you like can't I said, bail on him. I, I'd, I'd pull a big thing like a, like I'd just be like, uh-uh, nope. <laughs> like I would look at him in the eye and be like, nope, and just <laughs> you stand. Say, oh, I got to text my wife's giving birth right now. No. But I mean, it's just like if you saw a guy with like one finger. That had, yeah. had his hair, scissors. Or like, Michael or, J. Fox. Yeah, yeah. Going to cut your hair, yeah. I would let Marty McFly cut my fucking hair before a cockeyed motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. All right, now it's time for some news. Do you see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass? A Massachusetts man convinced a judge he wouldn't be a flight risk by offering to post his new Nike Air Jordan sneakers as bail. Okay, we'll take him. It's collateral, yeah. The Farmington District Judge Douglas Stoddard said in response to the offer by 39-year-old Jason Duvall, who was facing jail time for an outstanding warrant, my Fox Boston reported. Metro West Daily News reported that Duvall was charged with illegal possession of a controlled substance and driving to endanger in 2012. The warrant was issued when he failed to pay any money and he was picked up on New Year's Day. After a short recess, Duvall proposed putting up his shoes as bail. Yeah, you don't even know about Jordan, so. There's yeah, a whole, they like, could be very expensive. There's a whole like underground market for Jordans. Yeah, they could be worth like eight grand, probably. I used to work with coworkers who would have cards... Uh, like placard things showing me the illegal Jordans they could get for me. Really? Illegal? Yes. What's illegal about them, though? They that... were just straight up just stolen. Oh, well, stolen. I don't know. I don't know but or bootleg, perhaps? Bo- probably bootleg. Okay. Yeah, but they looked legit. Yeah. I mean, they looked like the ones I had in eighth grade. You know? I got the black and red ones. Yeah, I mean, the weird thing is that people give a shit about Jordans still. Like, still. It's kind of crazy like, for them. It's kind of like if we were in middle school and someone's like, I got these Nike Air Jim Browns. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like somehow a Jordan still means something. And that's that's a credit to... Because these people, lots of people <laughs> wearing Jordans now didn't even see Michael Jordan play. No. Yeah. And what Michael Jordan is smart about is he said, fuck you, Nike, and just makes it his shoe. It's just yeah. Jordans now. So, right. Yeah. And so the judge said he would return the sneakers if Duvall paid $100 and $25 weekly installments beginning January 13th, or if he completed 10 hours of community service in the same period. Yeah, that's totally, totally reasonable. That sounds like a layaway plan for Jordans, and I'm down with it. (laughs) I would do it. Although, so, you know, you just mentioned, like, middle school, and, like, uh, uh, in New York and in L.A., like, it's very, there's definitely a sneaker culture, but if you're 39 years old and old enough to commit, um, you know, controlled substance crimes. Sure. uh, Should you still be into into getting um, your, uh, your shoes? Is that too big of a thing? Right, and, and the thing is, like, last time I bought a pair of Jordans was when, like, my grandma bought me a pair of Jordans because my mom's was poor, but my grandma was like, well, you know, it's a thing. Like, Todd really wants some Jordans. And People I got, are getting killed over these shoes. Yeah. I might as well give him a pair. 
Yeah, yeah. and my, my, my grandma, grandma was awesome. bought me some Jordans when I was like in the eighth grade, and they were the ones with that reflective tongue. I know which, exactly which one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. And I wore them to school, and I felt like I was the shit. And they had these weird shoe tie things, these little springy things you yeah. put on the, the ties. Yeah. And I think they cost like 109 bucks, which in 19... Springy ties? Which was, in, <laughs> yeah, in 1990 was like a lot of money. Fuck yeah. I mean, if you were rocking... You know what I rocked? The Reebok pumps... Hell yeah. Those were like $130. I wanted to jump fucking high, man. That's the equivalent of a $300 shoe now. Yeah. <laughs> They're awesome. How'd it work out for your game? Yeah, I didn't make the eighth grade squad. Uh, when I was a young man, uh, Airwalks were the big deal. Then that was oh, an inexpensive shoe. shoe. Yeah, yeah so shoe. I didn't. But that live was like the a ex- $70 shoe. Airwalks, I thought they were like 60 or 50 I mean, I'm yeah. splitting hairs with you between 60 yeah. and 70 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But the thing is, the, the, the day I walked onto my high school campus with my Jordans, which I had just like, like fucking pimped out, and then they always send you the, the Air Jordan cleaner. With it, like the $15 cleaner. Right. They're like, this is new buck. You can't clean this like leather. You need to buy the cleaner. And so then you're out of there 160 bucks when we leave the storm. And I walked in and immediately every fucking kid in the school stepped on my feet. Like they all went up and just bam, bam, bam. Like, And then the bottom of the Air Jordan, it was clear. Mm. So you could see the little Air Jordan, like the... the 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 sole was clear, and right. so then you get it would get dirty in a second. So I had have to come home every night with like bleach and a toothbrush and clean my Jordans. Oh my god! And eventually I said fuck it after like two weeks. But yeah, you know. But everybody just stepped on your shoes. But I mean that was the most like kind of fucking monkey in the jungle thing in the yeah. world. It was like all the kids like we could kick your ass, but we'll just step on your shoes. Well, so we're sitting at a table right now. I can't see what anybody's wearing on their feet. Uh, so I hope I'm not offending anybody here in this podcast. But um. I never understood white shoes. Like, if you're going to, like, dance, maybe right. they're acceptable, but otherwise they're going to get dirty instantly, and you're just fucking out 100 bucks. White shoes are for people that buy toys and never take them out of the package. I oh, love no. that. White? No, white, <laughs> no, white shoes are for people in the hood who want to, like, look clean. Because yeah. I think the whole thing, if you're in an impoverished neighborhood, being clean and shit is, like, a big deal. Because mm. you're, you know, you're, you're dealing with a lot of shit every day. You're living in kind of in a dirty world, and you're keeping those shoes white. I mean, it's a status thing. Okay. Like, mm. I remember I'd always see, like, cool brothers would wear the white K-Swiss. And so, like, sometime in the early 2000s. Not the, not the white British knights? No, the K-Swiss. Like, whenever you saw a cool brother who had the white boop, K-Swiss, boop, boop. they were, like, just, just, like, pristine pearl white. And so I bought me some like white K Swiss. Mm. Yeah, but then they got fucked up. Eventually, they'd be fucked up looking. You know, I always thought a K Swiss was a uh, chick shoes. No, no, they were hip for a while. Absolutely. All right, so what's, what, what's everybody wearing right now, Jeff? Let, let's see those shoes. All right, I'm embarrassed. Um, every all my shoes are really fucked up, so I'm wearing. Um, Fuck, they're Pumas. They used to be nice. They have holes in them. They're essentially my slippers, my house slippers. They're yeah. like a slipper with like a Velcro top on They're them. no Velcro. It's just like a leather strap over the front of them. They were once shoes I would wear to a job interview, but now they are the shoes I wear with no socks around the house. They look, well, I would wear those. They look kind of beat right now, but I would wear them. They're super beat. And the problem them. is I'm not a man of means, so I haven't been able to buy new shoes in a while, and these are kind of the only shoes that aren't so fucked up that they fuck up my feet. I'm just uh, right. jealous you say you wear them without socks. That's just <laughs> inconceivable to me. Well, because swamp foot. Swamp foot. You, yes, you had I, a big I problem. suffer from swamp foot. Let's see those shoes here, Buck. What do you got? Uh, have some cheap knockoffs from uh, Target or whatever the place is. I don't know. They're Converse All-Stars, but they don't have the star or nothing on so them. Yeah, they have like the black, starless, non-branded Converse. Aren't Converse cheap. cheap enough? 
They're like twenty bucks. How the fuck do I? Get How, aren't Converse twenty bucks? Huh? Are Converse are twenty bucks? Aren't they? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you you just... found the nineteen dollar, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. All right. All right. Out of your mind, sale on Converse. Yeah. I was thinking maybe you had to wear black shoes because of your job, because you have the black roller nah, lobster shirt. No, nah, it helps to hide the dirt. Yeah, that's for sure. I, I and got, the oh. and the lobster blood. Yeah, yeah. That's they why do my bleed. dogs love you because you come mm-hmm. in and you smell with like lobster feet. I got some. Sp- uh, some Sperry's. I got Sperry boat shoes. Yeah, they have boat the shoes. Fuck? Yeah, I'm rocking boat shoes. Sperry's? Bougie. They're called Sperry's? Yeah, yeah, like S. That's like my wife's email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got Sperry's, and then they're like a boat shoe. Okay. I'm, I'm called boat shoe now. At yeah, this point what in my the life. fuck? I wear like, you know, like like I own a boat and shit. The boat shoe is very comfortable. It's made for like relaxation. Where do you get Sperry's? Uh, uh, Nordstrom Rack. A very white place. Yes, in Nordstrom Rack. Before yes. that, I had some Timberlands, which I love. I had some Timbo, Timberland boat shoes, and my dogs ate them up, so uh. I couldn't wear them anymore. But that I'm going to go back, and that's going to be my new thing. Because once you get to this age, you, your feet don't outgrow the shoe. So until you're, unless you have dogs, you can rock a shoe for five years. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just going to get a bunch of Timberland boat shoes to the end of, end of my day. Well, uh, That's my, my thing. So this is my shoe philosophy is just like... Get Doc Martin curb stomping shoes only exclusively because they last forever and they always look good with everything. Yeah, huh. yeah, it's true. You can go, go fancy. Yeah. You can go suit. Yep. You can go mm-hmm. white supremacist. Yeah. You know? Always Doc Martin's perfect for work, perfect for casual, perfect for formal. You ain't come one, but many time tainted. An Anvic. Alaska man was arrested on Thursday on an accusation of driving while intoxicated on a snow machine without a license, and he escaped from a village holding room and fled to the neighboring Yukon River village of Grayling, Alaska, state troopers said. Arthur Solomon had driven a red Polaris 700XC, troopers said in an online report on Friday. Solomon failed a sobriety test, the report said. He was arrested for driving under the influence and driving without a license and put in the Anvic temporary holding facility, according to troopers. Damn. While in security custody, Solomon escaped from the Anvic VPSO and fled to Grayling via snow machine. He was handcuffed with the cuffs in the front. This guy's doing it. The officer saw him on a snow machine headed toward Grayling, and Solomon was seen in the village wearing a single handcuff. Nice. <laughs> Troopers ask anyone who knows where Solomon is to contact them in Antioch at 907-675-4398. They, I'll say it again. They for, lost for, him? For our Alaskan listeners. Yeah. 907-675-4398. Now this guy got away? Yeah, the guy got... That, this guy's a badass. This yeah. guy, he he was arrested. Wait, wait. First of all, to get a, no one drives a snow machine. Sober. What the fuck is a snow machine? Like a like a like a, a snow like with with the it's got that big conveyor belt on the bottom. Oh, like if you're Sarah Palin, so you okay. get around. Okay, so what she would hunt a buck in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just run around town on on a, a snow. It's a snowmobile basically. Mm. And the guy, I, I'm thinking, if you're on a snowmobile, you're probably not on like legislatable streets. Yeah. Like, you're in a part of the world where it's like, fuck it. Yeah, right. You know, and for a cop to come roll up on you and be like, blow into this, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. But anyway, I mean, you need a license for that? 
That doesn't seem right. Yeah. I know you can get... This, well, is, this is America. Yeah. You don't need a license for that. Yeah. You can get arrested for driving a boat drunk. I know that. And that should yeah. be in, like, you know, not a thing that they could arrest you for. Now, what's the BUI thing? Because people say you can get a, a, a DUI while riding a bike. bike. Is it the same yeah. penalty? Because yeah. often I feel like drunken biking around. You're not going to kill anybody on a bike. I was scared uh, biking around during New Year's Eve because that's what I did. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Uh my back tail lights out. Yeah. You know, they could pull me over and just be like, blow into this and I'll still get a DUI. Yeah. yeah. And that's the most <laughs> fucked up DUI. Oh, yeah, you got a DUI? What were you driving? BMX. I think they take you into jail and you're sitting there. You're yeah. Like, uh. So if you guys were going to get into a high speed chase or a slow speed chase with police, what would be the number one vehicle you'd want to be doing it in? That's the question, I think. Of course, for me, it'd be a food truck. And <laughs> yeah. like I announced, and I'll announce it again. If you ever want to steal a food truck, most of us uh, leave the key in the ignition at all times. <laughs> right. If you ever want to steal one, go for it. I I'd like to. You know those, you that the, that new thing now where they have the motorized bike. Like the moped is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that more and more. But the, now people have the that? motorized bikes around town. It's all hipsters, though. It is. It's all in Santa Monica, and it's yeah. all on like people who work for Yahoo and shit like that. Santa Monica's not a hipster. Most well, it's Santa Monica's yuppie that thinks yeah. they're hipsters. Well, it's yeah. where they go to work. It's where the hipsters go to work, right? No, real hipsters don't work. <laughs> real hipsters drive Zambonis. I'm yeah. sorry, yes. But yeah. yeah, the motorized bike, I've I've seen more. I've almost got run over by one, you know? Yeah, I saw I saw one for sale, actually, the other day. It was like 600 bucks at the uh, bike store. I was getting my wife's bike fixed the other day. And uh, I was in there. I was like, oh, man. Part of me was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. Like, but I, but I still f- I feel like I'd only ride it intoxicated, and that if it's a motorized bike, I feel like I could go. You get pulled over. Like I get more. I get the yeah. full fucking right. You know, have to call Miles Berman treatment. Far <laughs> out news. Why can't you share your bit? The man with two penises who went viral with his Reddit "Ask Me Anything" last year has penned a memoir. But can I have a beer? Oh, sorry. Once again, Jeff, we'll get it for you. Oh, I'm time, a- time my shoe at the moment. <laughs> I'm now at number Excuse six me. on the Bud Light Platinums here. This is becoming a <laughs> lifetime high here. Yes, you're, for uh, me you're, here even, you're even cutting off reading stories. This guy's two dicks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Yes. Now, here's the thing. Okay, I read this first line, and I think, why haven't I heard this story till now? Right, exactly. <laughs> I feel like the two dick guy should be known as well as any other major sexual celebrity. Like, like Octomom ain't got shit on two dick guy. And I, I, and yeah, okay. she artificially did that shit. This guy was born with two dicks. Yeah, and, and yeah. unless he's a, I guess you wouldn't be a trans. You'd just be like, I'm. S- oh. What was that? Was that you? Uh, that was me, sorry. Just okay, I was uh, my my wife does that to call the dogs. I was like, <laughs> uh, the man who goes by the screen name Double Dick Dude has a condition. One called a condition called diphthalia, the duplication of the penis. Both are fully functioning in all aspects. Imagine waking up in the morning with double morning wood. Yeah. I feel like you're like it's it's like having a rabbit ears on your TV, right? You got <laughs> like worst, one going left, one going right. Yeah, How do you and, hide that? And then the worst is double morning wood, and then you gotta take a leak, and it's just <laughs> oh, yeah. it's everywhere but the toilet. You <laughs> know Did you saying? piss out of both dicks? I'd imagine so. If they're fully, I would functioning. think so. Yeah. <laughs> well, we need two and toilets. Each, you got a rubber band sorry, them together. Each, <laughs> sorry, let's get let's get let's get let's get balls deep. Each has its own sack, or what? 
Let's get balls deep. Because it would save four testicles. That's a lot of work for that nut, for those nuts right there. You know, they're working double time on that shit. You know, that's a lot of semen. So you got one going left, one going right. I think they're not on top of each other. One's left and one's right. So again, the the you'd either have to go with a rubber band, mm. which would be painful, like a lobster claw. <laughs> oh yeah. Oof. Or you'd have to have two toilets next to each other when you go pee, and you'd be like, because what happens? That's when an I, expensive home renovation. If I don't, and literally don't cross the streams. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, that would be horrible. You would end time in space. Yeah. <laughs> Now, what I do is sometimes if, like, say I drank a lot the night before and I got to really take what a guy once said at my high school, take an eight ball piss in the morning. Yeah. And I, if I had two wangs, I, like, normally with one wang, if I have a, a, a wood, what I do is I get on my knees and I, I, I put the wiener on on the cold porcelain in the bowl. Oh, and God. that way, because when you have wood, it's hard to pee. And then you get the, the double streamer. Two dicks, you have four streams, right? So, uh, that sounds impossible. Yeah. And then imagine, what What if you get turned on and some women turn on one dick but don't turn on the other dick? They're like offended. And then what do you do if what you're the having... What the hell is this? If, you you're, <laughs> if you're having sex, you could you could put one in the bottom and one in, in the, the, the pudenda, right? You could, you could shocker her, right? You could d- give her double pleasure or you just put one on, on your belly, right? Is that how you do it? Uh, I'm looking for some imagination, boys. Of, oh boy, it's, a lot, it's of combi- hard. This a lot of combinations. Of yeah, this is beyond imagination. I yeah. mean, no one said there'd be math involved in the show. I understand. <laughs> no. All right. And, so and if then, there's and then if he, if he was a young uh, 13 year old Jeff Harmatz, would he feel guilty about jerking off with bolt dicks at the same time? Because <laughs> I wouldn't. Now, does one finish and do both go down? Or That's, it's a lot of semen. It's just a lot of semen that <laughs> they, they have, have to balls. produce. You only have two balls. That's what I'm saying. I mean, his balls might have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that much about anatomy, <laughs> but, but I know his balls attack. would have a heart attack. Now imagine this. Okay, think about this. <laughs> when yeah. when you if uh, let's say this guy has two large penises. Now when you normally you get an erection. Like you only have so much blood in your body. It's not mm. like your body's like, oh, oh I got a yeah. bone. I'm gonna make more blood. That's true too. So you would figure if it's. I said if you had a one huge dong, you would probably get lightheaded getting a boner. Mm. Now if you had two huge dongs, like you would, you would just be like, just your face would turn blue, right? You would get blue face. Yeah. I you know and so okay let's let's go on this this condition is extremely rare thank God. Uh, with about one in every six million boys in America born with it. No way. It's even unheard of to have both in full working order. His memoir, oh. aptly titled Double Header, was released as an Amazon ebook on Christmas Day. Now I'm thinking you go you don't go Amazon ebook, you get full like penguin press on that, right? right. You get like a real publisher. Well, it's only cause Sony backed out first. That's why he didn't get that shit. Given that he says he used to surprise his partners with his unique package, surprise—he he slept with over a thousand <laughs> men and women. By the way, this guy's bisexual as well, unless he like porns himself out. There's be, bound to be a few interesting stories. Yeah, I'm, in there. I'm not a huge fan of the era of Saturday Night Live, but Dick in a Box would go well with this. Yeah, you know, Dick in two boxes, two Just dicks in two boxes. One dick regular, and then one dick in a box, and be like, guess what's in the box, baby? Yeah, whole oh. other dick. 
Uh, I've, um, this reminds me of my favorite joke. It's not very funny. I hate to... Uh, this is no, going to be a please. showstopper. Regalus. But, uh, so, uh, I'm so sorry. I heard you had a tumor. Oh. Tumor penises. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. No, I, w- I thought you were going to go a different direction with this. And there's the old story about Jeffrey Moorhead. He had a dick on his forehead. I thought you were going that way with mm. it. Sorry Jeez. to give you the William Shatner version <laughs> yeah. of the joke, but that's definitely Shatner-esque, a Shatner-esque reading. Well, now that we've given every everything for somebody to think about during the week, how they'd behave or act with that, email the show. Yeah, let me know. If you have two dicks, if you've experienced two dicks, or you're... If you've had two dicks, does your balls have a heart attack? Because <laughs> it just seems like it would. Show at faroutpodcast.com. I'd like to thank Buck Perez for joining us tonight. Oh, thank you. I'd like to thank Jeff Harmatz. Thank you so much. We'll see you very soon. So happy to be here. And ak baka baka chuck. In the event that this fantastic boy should turn to erosion and we never get old Remember it's true Dignity is valuable, but our lives are valuable too. We're learning to live with somebody's depression, and I don't want to live with somebody's depression. But it's perfect, it's a moving world But that's no reason Shoot some of those missiles Think of us as fatherless scum It won't be forgotten, but it's for